You guys there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, man. What's going All on, right. brother? Fucking recording. There we go. Second episode. Yeah. Second episode. Good. That's fucking awesome, man. Hell yeah. There we go. Cool. Fuck yeah, man. Fucking recorder in my pocket. Okay. Oh. I was just telling, uh, I was just telling Slagoth, um, I just found out some pretty fucking great music. Um, Cassandra Peterson, Elvira's gonna be in Texas next weekend. I'm gonna fucking go. Who is that? Cassandra Peterson, uh, Elvira. Oh, okay, okay. El- Elvira in her 60s, yeah. still, still smoking. Oh, oh man. I think she was talking to, I think she was talking to Chris Hart with somebody about a month or two ago. Yeah, oh, no yeah, shit. that's right. She was that's on Ernest. Yeah, she was on an Ernest. No. Chris, Hart- Chris Hardwick was like, sorry, I... <laughs> 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 what was it? No, I don't know what he's saying. I, I'm sure he was looking at her, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, he was big fucking doe eyes, dude. You see, guys, you guys seen that fucking gif of uh, what's his name? Fucking Tom Hiddleston looking at uh, Brie Larson's cleavage. No, oh, yeah. no, that's yeah. fucking yeah. hilarious. That's, that's is this on? Um, is this on? Um, is this from Godzilla? Yeah, oh, King Kong? Oh, crap! What am I thinking? King Kong? Yeah. It's like I think it's at a premiere or some shit. He's like he's like it's like they put it in slow motion. So he's walking over real slow, and like just like slowly looking down at her tits, and then like looks up, and they both meet each other's eyes, and they just laugh about it. <laughs> you know, that, you know, Loki. That, yeah, that also happened with um, uh, uh, Chris Evans. DiCaprio. Oh. Well, it was Chris, no, it was Chris Evans looking checking out uh, uh, what's her name Olsen. As oh, one okay. Of the of the Avengers, and like it's hilarious. You could find the same thing, and they totally catch him. Like just like she, she looks, at, she doesn't realize it, and then she just looks over at him. And he looks away, and it was like ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Magnetic. Jesus. He's like I caught you. <laughs> so weird. I, you know, I've only seen uh, Hiddleston and like obviously the Avengers shit and Thor, but like and. uh High Rise, which I thought he was really good in, but like seeing him in this movie in, in King Kong, I was just like, it's just so weird seeing him like not not be Loki. It's so odd. We, you know, I, you thought, know, I saw the trailer he did of uh, where he was going to play, or he did play, um, Hank Williams, and oh, like that movie came came out and went away, and no one talked about it. And I'm looking at the trailer of this because I mean, you can order it. I guess apparently it's, uh, it's like, like I saw the trailer, and then like a couple months later, it was like, oh wow, it's out on. Redbox. The huh. trailer, man, he 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 sings all the music. He does his voice, like, and it completely just emerges, like, it just like completely submerges into the role of it's Hank. Like, and I'm not, I'm not joking. Check out that trailer when you get a chance. It kind of blew me away. Sure, I'm like, oh, I gotta see this movie. I forgot the name yeah. of it, but most of the time, I, it might be somewhere in my Netflix queue. But I um, probably need to put it at the top of it right now. But you know, a lot. Well, it'd be a, a lot, a big gap in time to where you're not um, getting a bunch of films coming out that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden they'll like hit, you know, hit in one day. Because like today on in, through Netflix, Fences came out, Love Witch, and Passengers. Oh, Love you Witch know, came out already. Like, oh shit, we're gonna see that. Yeah, and like I only get like two at a time, so they sent me Love Witch. And passengers. 
But oh, I don't you, you still now, Cornelius, you still do the uh, the fucking straight up like mail order deal. They they send you the disc. Yeah, I do mail order streaming. Dude, it's like seven bucks. In Blu-ray, yeah. 
Yeah, you got to grab it if you see it, man, because it is Yeah, you really can gra- uh, grab me one, too, and I'll send you my address so you can mail it to me. <laughs> I, well, you, know, I, you know, guys, I, I, sent, I sent my copy. I sent my copy that I had to Rick Ramos because uh, he he told me it was past after way, way a couple years back, or a year and a half now. Um, he was like, oh, I don't have it. I missed that. I'd like to see that film again. And I'm like, fuck that, man. I want to send it to him. I sent my copy to him. All right. It was a gift. And then out of nowhere, it was like, oh, you can't find it now. I've <laughs> 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 like, seen it everywhere. And I'm like, I'm like what? And, I've got, uh, then I got, then that, I got, I got the uh, double disc, that double disc edition they put out. That's what I got. Oh, the Anchor Bay DVD was awesome, man. It had all that great, you know, that was like a box sort of set. And That's what I got. Yeah, the art and that, yeah. The Blu-ray was shit. It, I mean, the Blu-ray itself had all that stuff on it, but still. That cover is awful, dude. Yeah, they twilighted it up. That's what they were doing. They were they were upset. When Twilight was blowing up at the end, they brought that thing out, and they had the they had the boy looking like you know looking fucking like, embarrassing, whatever, dude. Whatever the fucking guy was called, was he Patrick or Barkley? Wow. I don't remember his fucking name. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's milk toast motherfucker. Sorry. I don't remember his name. Shovel face. It's all dude, yeah. He was Patrick Diggory and he was um he was Diggory and um Harry Potter and um that's right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's Diggory man yeah but, you know Dear Dark's all about Jeanette Goldstein fucking Bill Paxton Bill Paxton and fucking uh, Lance Henderson that's all that movie's about for me at least and like uh, how do they, they call itself marketing remarketing uh, Near Dark you know for Twilight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a different type of <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. Some some young, you know, God bless them, but some young person working in the fucking in the uh, uh, department that does all the uh, graphics and shit with it. Oh, we'll just do more market it like a Twilight movie. We might make some sales on it, and probably <laughs> it's it, you know. Who produced that movie? It, is, that, is that Orion? Um, I think it was Orion that uh, that did Near Dark. It's like Ryan. Uh, to, I always kind of thought it was, might have been Fox because oh, uh, Bigelow directed it, and right. I was well, saying James Cameron might have produced it, so it might have been Fox. No, nah, I think I think, I think wrong Cameron. I think Cameron just produced uh, Strange Days. That's I think it's all he did because he oh, co-wrote because he co-wrote Strange he co-wrote Strange Days, so he definitely produced that. So, I've always tried to figure out that triangle. I'm like, what? I think he's been married like you know so many times, like, and like he was married to Gail and Hurd you know, when I was a kid, and then apparently he hooked up. He, he must have got you know he must have divorced her, went to Bigelow, married her, dumped her, went with Linda Hamilton, really her, and, and went with and went with, and is now married to the blonde girl that was with Bill Paxton in Titanic. Yeah, modern day scene. That's who he's married to now. Wow. And he must have an issue. He must have a problem where he falls in love with. Yeah, he probably gets hurt. Wait, wait, wait. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet or something like that. No, no, it's, it's a redhead. I think it's a redhead woman that was in uh, Satan. That that played the uh, old woman's daughter, uh, granddaughter. Oh, okay. Right. 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 Yeah, it was that lady. He ended up marrying her because, I mean, recently, you know, I saw the video where he created the, you know, James Cameron the lunatic, and he, and he goes to the bottom of the ocean in that fucking tube. And I love that shit. Saying goodbye to his, 
Yeah, he's, he's a madman. He's a total madman. You know, and he kisses his wife, and it's like she's still he's still married to her. But like he went through four women, you know, from Gail and Heard. Because I never heard that story from a DVD of, uh, and actually I think Col the Musk is going to review it next week. Is it Galpia Terror? Galpia Terror on that Blu-ray or that DVD, whichever one you have. The one producer, I don't know who he was, he talked about how, like, yeah, yeah we were all young, Cameron was there, we were all trying to court Gail and her because she was, like, you know, she was, you know, we had a crush on her. And Cameron comes in, he's throwing, like, judo kicks and shit. <laughs> 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 and that's the guy, he was, he was telling the story, so funny. Probably tell, like, probably tell her about what he's going to do about Terminator. Probably tell her about, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was totally smoothing up to her. And uh, he was yeah. he, like, he got into it with this guy. I guess he started dating her. And this guy didn't know they were dating. And he kind of asked her out. And then he got all James Cameron. Just got up on it and shit. It was like, dickhead. My girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of a dickhead, I think, man. You know, he's a fucking asshole. He's an arrogant prick. But, you know, we love him. I love him, though. Yeah. Did you watch that? Did you watch yeah. that thing I posted on our on uh, Tom Case Media Post, where it's, got, where it's this French guy, and they're doing a Q&A with Cameron, and he's talking about Terminator 2, because like, it, they they're re- re-releasing it from, like, a 3D version or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really good. Like, he talked about, like, he kind of was setting up that movie to be a 3D movie, like, back in, in like, 91. So, like, all the, shot, all, yeah, all the shots and stuff, he, all the shots that are in the film, he, like, planned it out before time so it could be converted into 3D. Fucking insane. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a lot yeah, he's of doing all that shit. He's doing all that shit, but I... Yeah, he's doing all that shit, but I still want two lives on Blu-ray at some point before I die. So do I. Why? So do I. The Abyss would be nice as well. I, love I have The Abyss still. Yeah. And, uh, DVD, I have that, you know, that, that, that super edition. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think... It's like three out of more like screen on both of them. Yeah, so you yeah. got a little, yeah. Yeah, it's a little fucking motherfuckers. I'd like a uh, Arrow release of, uh, of True Lies. I'd like it. I'd oh, that would be cool. I think they probably do it, too. In Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, they're, you know, that, that, that company is very interesting to me. I, I, and you guys, you and uh, Martin have the have sort of the end with them, and that's kind of cool. I'd love to see their... Those have eyes, you know. Edition, uh, like I'm still trying. I'm still trying to get that for you. I forget every single time. It's my fault. Oh no! I, and it's, it's not a you were talking it's about it, but I know. I was like, I wouldn't part with it if it's fucking awesome. I'd be like, I don't know. I'm ready to part with this one yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I give away my I give away my near dark movie, and now I can't get it. For, for like, <laughs> you know, um, you know, Cody, you're making Make a lot of sense to you know, the, the some of these movies that come out that look really like great on Blu-ray. Like, but what really caught me off guard once is that I was at a uh, we got a grocery store over here called Kroger, and yeah, and um, they have like a they have a DVD section, and I was there one day getting groceries or whatever, and I saw I saw uh, Last Action Hero for Blu-ray on Blu-ray for like five bucks, and like you know, I love that film, and I saw it with my parents back in the day. It was a big big event when it first came out on Friday, and. Um, saw this big ass screen and stuff. So I picked it up on blue. I got home and started watching. I was like, this thing looks fucking great on Blu-ray. Like amazing. Wow. All the colors and shit. Like it just popped, man. That movie popped like crazy on Blu-ray. It's, 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 it, was, it blew my mind. It was incredible. Holy shit. Five bucks. 
that's like uh, that's like looking at the Blu-ray of if you don't have it, get a hold of it. It's probably not that expensive, but get the uh, you know the, the full-on director's cut of Natural Born Killers. Oh no shit! I'm blue, and it looks fucking amazing. I mean, the colors, like you're saying, big pop. Yeah. You know, the sound is amazing, and it's really a gorgeous thing to look at. You know. Yeah. Just throw yeah. it out, like. Because, I, because now I, haven't seen that, I haven't seen that film in years. Um, two Lives was another. Yeah, two two Lives another one I thought that looked real good on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, really, all the Tarantino stuff. Okay. I don't know if he supervises the transfer or those or not, but you know. Yeah. I mean, Hateful Eight looks fucking great in Blu-ray. Oh yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. amazing in Blu-ray. Yeah, the I thing looks amazing in Blu-ray, dude. Have you picked that up? Yeah, I, I finally, this weekend, I was at Best Buy. And it happened with one copy. Someone, someone must have put it somewhere and hit it or something. I just was like, <laughs> I just kept looking because there's nothing there. Everything's slim. And I'm going, Full view. <laughs> you know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for Salem's Lot. I'm oh, good luck, dude. Have, I, have, I have that and I hadn't opened it yet. I've had that since, um, no, no, I have before Halloween. Time. Oh man, we got we got to we got to talk about Saving Plot on here sometime, man. Oh yeah, I love Saving Plot. Love Saving Plot. Great movie. But I want the I want the Blu-ray because I, well, for one, I hear it looks really cool, and and the there's just the only special feature is a commentary with Toby Hooper, and I'm like, fuck. Oh, I've no never shit. heard anyone talking about. Yeah, nine ninety nine. Wow. And Walmart's not carrying it, and, and and Best Buy doesn't carry it. Target doesn't have it yet. They all fucking claim to have it on their website, those motherfuckers. I've got it every one of them. Like, come on, man, I gotta order this fucking thing. And then, yeah, like, that's what I, that's what I think oh, I did with mine. I ordered I ordered it through BestBuy.com and um, got it up in okay. within yeah. a day or two. Wait, when's your, yeah, when's your birthday, order. dude? No, I'm, I'm gonna order that fucking thing this weekend. I don't give a shit. All right, I'll, I'll order <laughs> for you. I'll order I'll for you. Get it. I, I, it pisses me off, but it's so cheap, and it's like, god damn it. So I go into Best Buy, and they always have the It, the TV series of It. And I'm like, you know, that's great. And I, but I, 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 dude, I watched that so many times. And I oh, love it. But, 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 but I, I don't buy it in spite of the fact that they don't, because those came out the same day as a two-pack kind of deal. Like, they were, like, together. And they mm-hmm. only have the fucking It. So I won't buy the It Blu-ray for nine ninety nine, in spite of the fact that they don't fucking have to sell the lot because I'm an asshole. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's an eat. Storm of the Century is one I want to get. Which one? This is Storm of the Century. Oh, shit, sorry. No, it's just, last time I saw it was just on standard, but I kind of wish oh, that was on Blu-ray. Last time I saw, last time I saw Storm of the Century was fucking two VHS tapes in a box. Oh, I've seen that fucking thing. It's been a while. It was brand new, like on the shelves too. I'm like, I gotta get this. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, sounds like like I love the it miniseries, and that's fun. And I, I am laughing at people like when it started, like it started finally working on the it movie, the new big budget it. Well, you know, the fucking basically a new movie version of it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's losing their shit over, like, the, the makeup of this, this clown guy. And I'm like, the poster. fucking frightening as fuck. You know? And I'm like, I'm like, you know it's going to be fucked up. Radar yeah. balls out. You know, I saw that miniseries in 1990 when it came 
watching that on TV. I was watching it, and it's fucked up. It was like I was a little older. I was, well, I was like 16, and I'm like, this is amazing. I read the book. First time, it was amazing. And Dude, yeah, if, we, it's cool. if we get the book, that's going to be incredible. Well, I, I don't know, think we're I don't think we're going to get the book though. Well, it's going to be two movies. It's telling so, two parts though. But it's telling two yeah, parts. It's, it's like, yes, it's two parts. Uh, you know, they, they want to see what this does, I'm sure. But they're gearing up for the second half. First movie, the first movie's called The Losers Club. It, you know, yeah. subtitles The Losers Club, and I think that's pretty cool. That's cool. They're setting it. They're setting it at the age where I was, which is kind of crazy because, you know, I think everyone everyone has seen enough of the 1950s Stephen King child story. I love it. They're definitely, you know, I love it too. But I think that you know. This generation and 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 whatever they're not gonna, I don't know how much they're gonna get into the late sort of fifties kind of motif, but they're doing a, it. They're setting that's a bummer, it. Man. Late, late. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, like, I I don't think it's a bummer as long as if, if, if they pull it off and these kids are set in Derry, Maine, it's, it's all that's there, but it's taking place in the late eighties. Which Remember? is the same age I would be had I been a kid their age, and it's kind of okay. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, Corny, have you read? Um, have you read it? No. Okay. Well, I mean, it it has like this like I think it's like the first like twenty pages or so have like this really fucking like brutal like kill like like murder at the beginning. It's like it ha- happens between like two like a, a gay man basically in a, a in a in a uh, interrogation room. Being like basically yeah. bullied by these like, fucking main cops. It's brutal, man. Like it's sadistic and shit. It's fucked up. That's how you. That's how they start, That's how the book starts. I mean, that's 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 yeah. dark as shit, man. Taking place in 1986, like that part of the book, like like yeah, because yeah. the characters when when they're adults, they come they come at you know it's supposed to be 1986, 87. I still dig yeah. the kid stuff in the in the old 90s. I have that. I mean, my son loves Pennywise. Oh, I don't, I don't get it, but he loves it. Part of that movie. That's the first part. Best part of the movie. Kids and that. I mean, they, having to deal with uh, Pennywise and having to deal with Tim Curry, who was, did, a, did a great, amazing job. Like, uh, like that's the thing. It's like no one will ever forget him doing that. It's like people, I, it's, you know, this is a real. It's been a long time. That's 1990. All right, so it's okay to like. Let's see a big. You know, screen adaptation of the film. If they pull it off, it's, it's, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Dark Tower is really starting to bother me that they can't seem to get a trailer out and the movie's coming out in fucking like three months. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Starting, yeah. That's true. You know, I'm starting to, you know, I'm trying not to be, dude, you know, you guys know how I feel. How long have I been telling you? They sent a, they sent AMC or somebody sent a vault that and yeah, they should have ran a book of seasons. Yeah. AMC or HBO? That's an HBO. Yeah. Fuck Westworld. I would have taken Dark <laughs> Going away, right? I'm totally I'm with Westworld. Is good though. Right, it's fine. Right. But like all that money, look at all the money they spent on Westworld. Like, all that money they could have put towards like the Dark Tower would have been fucking incredible, man. Really yeah, and I, and I, drag it out, you know, and do it, man. And I think, um, I think at some point in the next year or two, HBO is supposed to have. Um, it's a, a book series um, by Isaac Asimov called the oh. Foundation Trilogy. Okay. And is that one of the books you sent me, Cornelius? Is that one of the books? Yeah. 
Yeah, I sent you the first book. Foundation, foundation, right? That's the one? Yeah. But um, Christopher Nolan's role is supposed to be direct, you know, um, oh, wow. filling in that like he did in Westworld. So. And, like, in that, in that book, a lot of stuff that's in Star Wars about them going, like, in hyperspace and, mm-hmm. like, um, um, the Navajo computers might have played a part in there, too. But um, what, what's happening is there's a group called Psycho Historian, <clears throat> and they can kind of tell future events. Oh, shit. You know, that's, that's all right. But it, 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 it wouldn't really work on an individual, but a, in a mass of people, mm-hmm. you know. But this guy came up with it, and then that was a group, and then it's another group that, you know, dealt with technology. And it, it should be inter, inter, pretty interesting. But a lot of stuff that George Lucas did with Star Wars came from Asimov. He did all that stuff like in the 40s. Makes sense. You know. How do you guys feel about this movie called Passengers? Not Passengers, uh, Life. You guys heard anything about yeah, that? To me, it might be Alien. Looks like Alien to me. What's this Void movie coming out, guys? Tell me about that. Like, oh, I can't wait for that shit. I'm so fucking bummed. Who's directing this? Like, what is that? That's, uh, that's oh, the no, dude. the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Those are the dudes from... That's uh, the dudes that did... Um, uh, Father's Day and uh, Manborg and uh, the editor. Uh, can't you think of this movie. The Void. It's three. It's three guys. Can't, can't remember their names. They're, they're Canadian guys. Um, they're, but they're doing. Yeah, they're doing the Void. That's their. That's going to be their movie. Some of those guys were actually. Right? Yeah, Trick or Treat Radio's had uh, one of the dudes on there when they talked about Manborg and Father's Day. Uh, Astron Six. No, that was like a couple of years ago. Astron Six is the name. Uh, okay. Okay, I've heard of that. Okay, right. Can I yeah. Have weird yeah. thing about Mel Gibson being involved, and I'm like, what's Mel Gibson to have to do with this? What? I didn't hear about that. <laughs> I, I, do. I, I listen to so many yeah. podcasts in my day, and like, I'm like, holy shit! Today was the first day I listened to. Um, Punch Farm, because I've been wanting to, because, you know, Mars is on there and everything. And yeah. uh, I saw Patsy and, and, and uh, Matt just uh, posted, posted a deal about Logan. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I got to listen to this. What did they, what did they have to say? So, oh, and, so I got to listen to the episode with fucking Ian dude, on, on Logan. It was fucking incredible, by the way. Wasn't that, wasn't that cool, man? I mean, like, oh, like, so good. Like, really good. I mean, I, I just... You know, between him and Rick Ramos, uh, his his commentary, I don't know if you had a chance yet. Yeah, I was to Ramos. Um, oh, my God, man. Ramos is, the Ramos is great, man. Amazing. He, he, he is like, he, that's how me and Cornelius met, man, was through his fucking show, you know, so. Yeah, no. He told yeah, because he was cursing us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, so he, how was the Punch Party episode? Was it good? Yes, it was awesome. Like, uh, All right. like they just they, they were gushing, man, about the film, and uh, you know, everything. That was cool because Pat Pat uh, Patrick brings up um, having been remember someone spoiled it a little bit for him, and he said like he even said like cause I remember I told him when he got out of it, I'm like they didn't they didn't ruin this movie for you. No, you don't know what's coming. 
And on the on the uh, episode, he he straight up was like, told that story, and then was like, even after that, he's like, I came out of that, I had no idea what I was in for. And uh, it's really cool to listen to him talk about it. He was fucking losing his shit. Good. So was his wife. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean, Ashley's really, we talked a little bit about that. It really connected with us, too. It looked, like you slowing up, like, it really connected, like, on a personal level. Oh, yeah. Anyone that, like, I don't know, have, has had to, you know, lose a parent or, uh, yeah. have, or, or it just, it, it, and then if you haven't done that, God, God forbid it's happened and you had to go through that. Uh, if you were a father or if you were, uh, maybe if you were a daughter, you know. Yeah, maybe, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Definitely a son of someone. So, you know, like, all of that's in there. It's all family shit, really. Yes, the brutality, the, 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 it's not even pretty violence. It's fucking hardcore. Like, the Deadpool is just comedy. Where yeah, this is, yeah. You know, we talked about it, but, I, I, you know, I remember, I, I was just like, Cornelius, you didn't get to see it yet. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude. <laughs> you know, oh fuck! When you get out, when you get out, we'll talk about you know. It's like, oh shit! It's tough. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, everybody needs that. Um, well, this, this fucking get it, it. This so, fucking thing. Oh man, this thing fucking stopped recording, man. Oh no! When? I don't know. Oh no! Oh man! We'll figure it out, man. Like we'll see what happens. I think it's still. I, I think it's still recording. I think it's still. Yeah. Do you look at your phone and, and see if it's going or what? Yeah, it's, it's just still processing recording, so I think it's still recording. All right, okay. fuck it. Whatever happens in the raw, we'll drop it. Just like fuck it. I got a body grab. We'll pull our fucking shirt up. Man. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. <just run> with <laughs> it. I think. I think it's still recording. I just. I'm getting. I got fucking nervous. No, that's all right. Calm down, we'll make it through. That's uh, why, that's why I, I love it. Like the, the way the show is, like it's like it's, you know, it is it is just us being out there on the phone. Like, yeah, I'll probably listen to Punch on the point, we'll, we'll get the shit. We'll get the you know. At some point, we'll get like the proper thing. But I know a lot of people that started their shows out this way. Do what you can. It's when you're not doing it and talking about doing it that like you never you're never gonna do it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Procrastination and the, you know, as I'm reading the uh, these again and listening to it again is the uh, the, the uh, war of art, you know. And uh, yeah, Rogan started with that book and telling people about it and some other and Joe, Joe Diaz is reading the Western Dog. You gotta read the fuck a war, not a war, the war. This <laughs> <laughs> one, there's two. Yeah, I listened to him the Red Bear today. Wasn't that really good? Then? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fun. Okay. Man. Yeah, I, I miss Red Band being on um, on a podcast. Yeah, he's he, yeah, he's because I don't I don't really listen to his network. I'm not I'm not into Kill Tony and you know those shows are fun, but like you know I, I got to really be in the mood. Maybe I'll listen to once every six months. I listen I listen yeah. to um he was doing one called what Brian Red Band do. And I was oh yeah, doing that. Is, that, is yeah. that any good? Yeah, I've never listened. I've never dug in and checked it out. But I loved him on uh, you know, when he was the producer on Roman's show. Yeah, me too. Classic episodes, you know, with, with, with Joey Diaz coming on there, and just, you know. Ice Ice House Chronicles used to be good because it, it, you know, from everybody just show up and you know, bullshit with each other. 
Now, just real quick, are you still with us, Jeremy? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Jeremy? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, cool. Uh, I just want to ask you. But yes, like uh, tonight earlier, I was making dinner. I was doing everything. I was, I was even laying down some paint on this canvas, on this this Wolverine, another one that I'm doing. And uh, I threw on fucking Akira because I know I know Cornelius <laughs> fan. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just have it running. And every once in a while, even my son would come out, and he was just he was just like, I'd be sitting there, and he'd scare the shit out. And he'd be like, get you out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, dude, knock it off. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but uh, I did when I was seeing Kong. Uh, they played a trip. They played out one of those trailers for it, one I haven't seen yet, and uh, I'm like, yeah, this looks, looks pretty fucking good. I, I'm pretty excited about. This. Oh, for Ghost in the Tail. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had that playing for a little while um, before you guys called me and. Uh, yeah, I'd be animated on if Kira, Kira had finished up. We can talk about it another time if you want to. Oh, yeah, we'll, but, uh, we'll talk about it. We will de- de- we'll definitely go in depth on a weekend, and we'll do yeah. a deep, deep cut on that. Deep cut. I know Patsy, I know they're, they're going to they're gonna be doing the major on their show pretty soon. So, Which one? I'll go to the show. Throw down. Throw down. Throw down. They're gonna be doing. Uh, no, I know. They're like, gonna be talking about the the, 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 ma- the major. Yeah, they're gonna be doing, talking about the major and all that shit. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, for me, it's, I'm very picky. Um, you know, uh, I remember, I remember Cornelius, uh, and still not like he correspond occasionally through a text or you know something on Facebook. But I would hear. Ramos would always, because he'd always call me out, and Jason, this guy, Jason Seagar, he's, he's around, he's there with us. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and Cornelius, and Dane as well. Uh, were kind of like the four horsemen, you know. <laughs> 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 and fucking, uh, it was really cool, like Chris Cornelius would say Cowboy Bebop, and I used to see a little bit of that. Yeah. Right? And That's I'm, I'm at my used record store last year and they had the whole box, you know, the whole series. And for like I had it for like ten ninety nine. I'm like, I'll I'll and those actually look better than the old shit. You know, they they yeah. still hold up just fine. I can play them and an English dub, which I love. I love the guys doing the English dub. On Me too. Because, Me uh, too. You know, there's a good cast. There's a good cast on that, man. And I'm like, ah and uh It's like Ninja it's like uh it's like Ninja Scrolls. I've grown up watching Ninja Scroll like in dub yeah. English, so it's like oh, yeah. I watch. I got that special Blu-ray edition of it, and like I, I transferred it into Japanese, and I just it was good. Don't get me wrong, but I was like I'm so used to that fucking English dub, I just tweak it right back. So, yeah, the, the guys. Um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of Samurai Champal. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I I think it's the same creator created Cowboy Bebop, and the Some guy called played Shampoo. Some people call some people call it samurai shampoo. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, shampoo. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, always, ninja, I think, I ninja conditioner. Mm. I think I've always heard heard of that as samurai shampoo. I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's a fucking anime, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you have ninja conditioner to go with it. 
<laughs> Silent. Dude, I'll never forget. Like, all those films when I was, you know, uh, I, you know, like a mid-teen, getting into anime and, like, but it was a cure because I remember I'll never forget here in Tampa. I had just moved here. It was, like, 87. 88. It came out in 88. So it was, like, it had to be, like, that first year and a half that I was living here. And I'll never forget, like, looking at a Sunday newspaper, and they had it at, they have this really cool theater, Tampa Theater. And they showed these, like, you know, the off sort of obscure movies. And they brought Akira, uh, and I didn't get to go see it, because I, I didn't have a ride over there. But I, I'll never forget the article. That was the first time I heard of it. And then when I got into ninth grade, this, I was a giant anime fan. Was, oh, yeah, man, Akira is, like, is God. It was almost like Freddy Krueger. This is God, you know, I was like, oh, shit, and this guy was this big anime guy, and uh, said that the, the series hadn't even been over in the anime books, but the movie was, you know, they did the, the guy did the film. Yeah, those anime he, books, I, I kind of, I was in a lot, I, um, I was in a bookstore looking at those one day, and it's like, it's like book. 20 phone books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that one guy drew that, you know, illustrated that. And you're going, what the fuck? That's like some Jeffrey Darrow shit, you know. <laughs> Where you look at a Jeff, Jeff, uh, uh, Jeff Darrow drawing, and I'm going, I, I can't even get my head around that. Other than you just, you're not even, that's magic. You're not even human like that. How do you do that? Well, you know, I start, he says, like, he'll say, oh, you know, everyone thinks I'm on drugs. And he's like, oh, yeah, I, I take uh, Mucinex and... <laughs> or uh, not mucinous, metamucil, you know, every day in my water. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he is just a guy, you know, just chilling out. Like, no big deal. He's like, I don't know. It, it just blows me away. It's like when you meet Tim Vigil and he's wearing a baseball cap and he's, he's dressed like Adam Richman from the fucking, uh, you know, the Food Network. You're, you're watching the show and you're like, why are you wearing a jacket? He's like, you've got to be sweating. <laughs> He's got a shirt on. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gotta be miserable eating that fucking 20 pound fucking you know shit sausage. You know? And I'm like, holy shit! Every time I ever turn on there, uh, on there. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah he, he's always, always um, going to diner drive-ins or um, whatever. Oh yeah. Diners, diners, diners in my balls. I see fuckers like that over here all the time, dude. It's fucking like 90, it's like 95 degrees or some shit with like 100% humidity. Fuckers walking around with a fucking jacket on. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I get it. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. It's all dude. <laughs> I just, like, you sweat, I guess, so it just cool, like, it just captures everything and it's cool down, I guess. But, like, what does happen in Texas? It's so fucking hot. I don't get it. I had a oh fucking friend back in high school, dude, wore a leather jacket all through high school. It doesn't matter if it was winter or fucking summer, he was always wearing a leather jacket. He never sweat. Like, fuck Look you, man. Miserable. Yeah, it's it's too, cool, fucking, man. Too, cool. <laughs> too cool, man. Too cool, man. He wasn't cool. He wasn't cool, man. Like, find you, man. Find was on a beach with a leather jacket, wasn't he? Yeah, he always had. He had a fucking bathing suit on with a jacket, man. Fuck grease in his head. <laughs> He's jumping that shark. Yeah. Man, that shark. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, he had the evil can evil get up in that episode. He was like, fuck it. <sighs> fucking blue screen. <laughs> 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 
that that's still today. People don't even know what Fonzie is, dude. They're like, yeah, that's fucking Jumpy Shark, bro. Like, oh, man, when they, they watch, uh, they watch fucking, like, Scream or some shit, fucking got, got him in there, too. He's fucking principal in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, man. Never think about Henry Winkler's fucking Fonzie's the principal in the fucking high school. It's hilarious, man. Remember, you know, like, he was awesome, and, like, you know, I didn't see it until I was a little older, and I died, because I just knew him as Fonzie, but when, when I was probably about 15, we all got a hold of the night shit. Oh, yeah. Like, that shit fucking, fucking great. Michael Keaton. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie, man. Comes off the fucking balcony, dude, just lands out of his fucking back. Mm-hmm. Who was that? That, um, that was Shelly... Shelly Long. Shelly Long that was in there, yeah. yeah. Shelly Long, okay. Cheers. It was right before Cheers happened. She no, man. That movie. It used to be... A, I was in love with Shelly, for Shelly, with Shelly Long, dude, for a long time, but... Uh, yeah, for me, it was when I was a kid, man. It was uh, it was Rhea Thompson, Shelly uh, Shelly Long. You guys, a little I was like a little fucking eight year old perfect. <laughs> fucking money, <laughs> money pit, dude. Oh, was fucking yeah. Mine was always uh, Michelle Pfeiffer because um, oh Hollywood Night was like one of the first films I remember seeing. Yeah. Oh, had yeah. in Blues Brothers. Yeah, Carrie Fisher was yeah. Carrie Fisher was always oh. precious. Carrie Fisher, man, yeah. That fucking in oh, 16 Oh, yeah. Shoot in the so fucking sewer. So out of Jake. <laughs> she, was high, she, she was actually, like, right in between filming Empire when she was doing that movie. She had yeah. long hair with the, with the braid and the whole fucking thing. Going. Oh, yeah. It was, like, yeah. it was, like, in between, you know. That and a rocket launcher. Damn, rocket launcher. Fucking detonator, too, man. Fucking pick that whole fucking apartment complex, man. <laughs> he's begging for his life, dude. He is begging for his life. Please save me. Please save me. Please save me. Please save me. Oh, shit. He's in the dirty sewer, you know. He's like, uh But, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, definitely Carrie Fisher. But, like, I'm thinking, like, Adrian Barbeau. Uh, yeah. I'm saying, except in Creep Show, she was vile on that. She was so good at it. People don't even talk about it. I'm like, she was so, she was always, like, if you watch her in the fog, she is, like, like almost, like, spellbinding, you know. Was she in Cannonball Run? Was she in Cannonball Run in the, in the uh, Lamborghini? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if that was her or not. That, that, might, that might have been. It's been a long time since I watched Cannonball. I used to watch it all the time. Now I haven't seen it. I, I have yeah, not seen that film in 30 years. I haven't seen it since I was probably, like, 11. There were so many people that showed but, up in that movie. That, that was like a cameo movie, straight up. Yeah, like, yeah, like you know. My parents, uh, my parents were all about showing me the cool fucking shit at a young age, man. So I was like, they're like, oh, check out Cannonball Run, check out Smoking the Bandits, man. I fell in love with Sally yeah. Field. Oh, I love them. Oh, my God. Yeah. I fell in love with Sally Field, man. You know, it's just yeah, fucking it's incredible, man. You know, shit. I remember my dad. One time was like, I, I told him, I was like, oh, dad, I watched, I watched a movie called Aliens, man. He's like, oh, it's just. The first one's called Alien. You seen that before? I'm like, no. Nah. He's like, oh, I'll take you to the fucking video store to get that shit. And went, went there and he knew where he knew he knew where to find it. He was fucking crazy. He was never like he was a movie guy, but he was like a hardcore movie dude. And uh, went to the sci-fi section and yeah, he went to the sci-fi section and found that shit. And I remember going home, fucking chilled out on the couch and stuff, and watched the Alien. It was fucking incredible, man. The next day, we're in Predator. 
like, check out Predator, man. Check this shit out. Like, whoa, this is fucking amazing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> My dad was the fucking coolest dude. We loved, fucking loved Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. We watched a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies growing up, so. Yeah, you can get down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't I, do I it that way. Come on. I from Detroit. Is it like a red, was it Red Bull or Red, not Red Bull. Red Heat. Red Heat. Red Heat. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm from Red Bull. <laughs> no, maybe, what was, it? what was the other one where he's like Raw Deal? Right? Raw Deal. Yeah, Raw Deal. He yeah. infiltrates the fucking mob. It was funny, you see you bring up Red Heat, dude, like yesterday my son, was, uh, Joanna bought him a, a hula hoop, right? And uh, huh? he's going out in the living room to fucking, like, hula hoop and show my grandma. And uh, my grandma's got fucking Red Heat. I'm like, hey, grandma, can you, can you change the channel? Because this is some shit he doesn't need to be seeing right now. <laughs> Arnold walking into that fucking sauna with a fucking, like, Tarzan oh, fucking yeah. loincloth on. I'm like, turn that shit off. Not yet. Not yet. He's like fighting them. He's fighting those guys in the snow. He's saying, like, fuck you in Russian and shit. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Cocaine him. Cocaine him. Uh, like, I'm not German, but we'll, we can pull this off. Fucking Jim did it. The gym. That's what he's thinking. Jim Belushi, I think, is in there. One of my favorite lines that we fucking like, Arnold's like, it's two o'clock. It's time to feed pedicure. Yeah, that's uh, Russian for like uh, jerking off. No, pedicure <laughs> first. You think it's feminine? I don't think it's. Different. I don't think it's feminine. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was like a good Belushi role. That was a good Jim Belushi role. I like that Jim. Like, I like the Jim Belushi role. Like Hagler, remember? He's like, I lost money on Hagler. He's like, you have the one guy fucking. Mm-hmm. Who'd you bet on? He's like, Hagler. He's like, I lost money on Hagler. Fucking uh, Peter Boyle is the captain and shit. Doing like Wukah and fucking feeding his fish and shit. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, got, it's got, um, it's got, uh, oh man, um, from, um, from Showgirls, uh, the, the older, uh, woman in Showgirls. I can't, god damn, I can't think of her name. Gorgeous woman. Yeah, um, uh, she's, uh, the Sharon. Oh, Dina Grisson. Yes. Yeah. She's in fucking Red Heat, too. Very young, doing a, doing a fucking aerobic class and shit. Crazy. He's also in fucking uh, Alfred Justice. Yeah, Alfred Justice. <laughs> what's his That's name? Girl, what's, right? what's, yeah. the girl, what's the girl's name there? Fucking Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Felino or some shit? Or Felino Gino? Or some shit? <laughs> you know, he's, looking for, he's looking for Bobby Lee Poe, though. Anybody Gino, Bobby Poe. It's Gino Felino, dude. Gino Felino is the fucking name of that fucking movie. <laughs> he probably <laughs> Hey, anybody seen, anybody seen Bobby? Where's Bobby? Get that fucking... Put that fucking... Bucket. Do everybody remember seeing Bobby? Dude, he, he fucking fucking cue ball. <laughs> he puts that cue ball in that fucking like, uh, bandana and shit. Cracking fucking nuts with and shit. <laughs> he fucking falling out into the fucking pool table and shit. <laughs> Dirty biker fucking spits his teeth out in the good. Yeah. Comes in fucking with the poor bartender. He's like, oh, I loved it. I love it. I see, I see you got a couple of bucks and fucking trophies and uh, whatever. Yeah. He's wearing like a fucking, like, like a fucking black jacket with like fucking, uh, fucking tigers imprinted and pointed on the front and shit. 
We're gonna fucking. He looks. God bless him, man. He looks fucking terrible right now. Oh. He's fucking. in Louisiana or something like that, isn't he? Oh, no, he looks like one of those air guys. Remember the air guns from fucking Dark Crystal, dude? The fucking. Uh... <laughs> 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 Somebody, <laughs> Somebody drained his essence. Yeah. <laughs> Took his fucking essence, dude. <laughs> He's like all crouched over. He's got like that silver clothes on. You can't even tell me he had the body. You know, and he comes in there and he and always does a demonstration. Watch the demonstration where he picks the guy that's my height. Like, I'm five foot, I'm five foot six. He's fucking like seven foot two. He's going to be no. an example. Now he can toss around a guy like that. I'm like, sure. He's a bully. I weigh 100 pounds. <laughs> Since we're talking about Seagal, <laughs> I got to know uh, what's, what's your guys' favorite Seagal movie's mind. I got to say, uh, for Justice and fucking Mark for Death, uh, probably my favorite uh-huh. Seagal movie. Yeah. Yeah, Mark for Death, I know for Justice for me. I mean, I, I like Above the Law, right? That was the one with, you can take it's, that to the vet. That's where they murdered him. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's right. um, what's his name, man? That's fucking... Um, Bill Sadler. Uh, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man, Blue Sandler, man. And fucking um, Clay Le- LeBron, dude. Yeah. The only one I, only one of his films I actually own is um, Exit Wounds. And I just... <laughs> that where he does the flip and all that? They made him do flips and shit and that? He's always... It's been a while since I watched it. But I, for some reason, I want to say it's... Um, that DMX is it. Anthony Daniels and... Um, Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold acting a damn fool with it. Anthony Daniels. Did he do a movie with Anthony Daniels? Fucking movie, dude. I would say Anthony Daniels and damn Tom Tom Arnold acting a fool with it. Oh, man. DMX might be in it for some reason. DMX is in it, dude. I know. Yeah, yeah. DMX is totally in it. That's the one he did with him where he came, he tried to make him have a comeback. Remember, he kind of fell from grace. Fucking barking and Jerry. Uh, what was his name? What was the uh, producer's name? Jerry. Joe, uh, Joe Silver. Joe Silver. Oh man, who is I love Joe Silver, Silver, dude. Joe Silver producing oh, fucking classics. Come on, I don't know. You know, Lethal Weapon. We wouldn't have Lethal Weapon without Joe Silver. And Matrix. We wouldn't have Matrix without the original Matrix without Joe Silver. Yeah, we wouldn't have fucking Last Boy Scout. Most of the fucking. Incredible action films, dude. Fucking like Die Hard. Joe Silver, man. Fucking. Oh, yeah. But, he was you on, know? but you know that guy was on some serious blow. I mean, that oh, he, was just... <laughs> he fucking. Did you, know, he, time... did you know Did you know he produced fucking uh, Nice Guys? He did? No, I, no, I didn't know that. Hey, produced Nice Guys. It's a, you know, obviously that's a fucking uh, uh, Shane Black movie. Still. Haven't still yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Slay God. You gotta watch fucking Nice Guys, dude. I know, I know. You're doing I think it's called a while back. Uh, yeah, it, it didn't work. It didn't work. Nice guys uh, is so fucking good. You still have it. You gotta like resend it. Cause, like I said, sometimes you, the shows you give me, they they work months later. I don't know what that's about. Okay, but uh, yeah, I got it. I got. I still have Kiss Kiss Bang Bang that Cornelius sent me for Christmas, right? Oh, it's still that's in the such a good fucking movie, dude. Yeah, you need to open that. You need to open it up and watch. You need to open, you need to open it up now. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, so, yeah. Still work tomorrow. You need to watch that movie now. Oh, it's so fucking good, no, man. It does look, I know it's really good, man. So. My mother gave me that, that gun. Was very- <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, so. so let's bring it back real quick. Okay, so. Play, play 
stuff. I got I got an extra cop. I got a uh, I got the Blu-ray DVD copy of Nice Guys. I'm gonna send you that DVD copy in the fucking mail, dude. Send me the copy. Send me the DVD copy. I'll watch. I'll send you the DVD copy. I'll send, I'll send it to you. I'll send you that code though, for real. Yeah, that's where we yeah, send you that code send tomorrow. Me the code and we'll see what happens over here because sometimes they, they work after. Like you gave me one recently, and I don't know which one it was, but it wasn't working. And then uh, what was it? Uh, Hacksaw fucking ribs. Hacksaw. Oh, I got to see that. Okay, old man. Oh, really? Corny, are you serious? Fuck it. You know bad? Oh, I, I loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good film. Yeah. No, I, I, I started, here's the thing, guys. I started watching the featurettes. They're on the, the voodoo. And, oh, for real? And they show, a, they, they show a scene where, like, guys talking to a dude, and they're, like, five guys, and literally all their heads just turned into a fine pink mist. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'll get to this movie <laughs> at some point. <laughs> not, you know, I, I just seen Logan, and I'm like, holy shit. A <laughs> <laughs> fine pink mist. He's talking to her like it. Like, <laughs> their heads literally are atomized by bullets, probably, who knows, telling around bullets hitting them in the head. And I'm like, holy shit. It's like when you watch Rambo, the last Rambo movie, which has more oh than all Rambo. Oh, John Rambo? John Rambo. Yeah, that's, just, that's what this Logan movie was. This, this Logan movie was John Rambo. Dude. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's not that, it's something over the top. <laughs> I laugh a lot. John Rambo, John Rambo's great, don't get me wrong, but I laugh a ton. It's just so I saw that in a theater. Fucking, dude. So did I. <laughs> so was my grandma. It was a bunch of old vets in there, you know, everybody was like, Oh and I'm like, Holy shit Then he throwed a kid into the fiery like cabin and shit and I'm like, Oh my god. And then you oh. was praying for Rambo to finally lose his shit. Remember, he was being all coy and shit. He was like, oh, he's very coy. Putting snakes in bags and shit. Having them fight. Fish slap that fucking uh, Australian fucking uh, <laughs> uh, one guy. <laughs> like, bitch, I will fucking tap your head off your shoulders, dude. You don't want to fuck with me. I definitely had a I definitely had like a different look at like uh, missionaries and shit, though. Watching it, I was like, man, these people are really fucking stupid. I just don't yeah, get it. And 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 they're stupid, but you know, I have to give them like, you know, I don't know why you, you know. There's plenty of places here. You don't need to go over there. You don't need That's to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys you know, remember that? Ep- you guys remember that episode of Tells from the Crypt with fucking uh, with Townsend, the uh, lead singer of the Who? And he goes, and so it's got him and Steve Buscemi in it. And, he, and like, uh, Buscemi's talking yeah, about, uh, he's talking about Burma. Okay. And he goes to Burma, and uh, they both go to Burma. They're, like, they're both, like, war photographers or whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, Townsend basically, ste- like, he steals um, uh, Steve, Buscemi's, uh, Steve Buscemi's fucking film or whatever. Has him, he sends him, like, the worst part of uh, Burma. Dude's just, dude ends up like bleeding from the inside out and shit. Fucking dies this horrible fucking death. And at the end, um, fucking uh, Townsend gets with his with his girl, fucks his girl, or whatever. And then he gets he goes to the bathroom to like take a piss. He looks in the mirror, his fucking nose falls off. You guys remember that shit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I watched a lot 
I haven't seen a I haven't seen an episode of Tales of the Crypt since it was on HBO. It's it's hmm. been a long time. Oh shit! I remember I remember um, Schwarzenegger had uh, directed one. He did. He did one with what's his name from uh, Puppet Master, man. Fucking the Puppet Master the, in the first movie. I can't remember his name. The old guy in Puppet. He's been old for a long fucking oh, time now. Yeah, yeah, the old guy. Yeah. Was in the Dark Side movie, and he was in. One crazy yeah. summer, he was the guy. Yeah. Can't remember the dude's name, but yeah, he, that's him. He, he's in fucking that Schwarzenegger one. Oh, this Schwarzenegger comes in there like the crib keeper's trying to like tell the story, and Arnold's like, "Get out of here! Let me tell the story <laughs> now." Once upon a time, here's the old man. <laughs> fucking. I directed this. <laughs> You're weak. I'm very strong. Get out of the way. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is actual fucking people. We just keep going, and then we'll take him. We'll, we'll take him down the street. We'll put him over the fucking bridge. Yeah, we'll be the end of him. I'd be talking to him, and then we'll take over the show. <laughs> I'm thinking about fucking Arnold oh. talking to talking to Lou, talking to Lou Ferrigno. Come on, Louis. You want to eat your cake? Come on, do it. Come on, Louis, eat your cake. You want to eat your cake, Louis? No, like, Louis. Arnold, you fucking dickhead. We won't have any fine uh, in the film, but uh, I'm going to be dubbing you in the movie. Pumping <laughs> <laughs> oh Iron Pumping Iron is like one of the best docs ever made for me. I, I love it. I seen, hadn't seen that one in years. I've never, I've never watched that. I mean, I've seen oh, that. You gotta watch, it's on Netflix, man. You gotta watch it. It's fucking. I, I own it, but like, it's I, just, it's, it's incredible. Like, you know, I know it's in there. I know it's in there. It's this really goofy, like uh, after-school special, almost like '70s softcore sort of porno music going through. Like, he's got Arnold doing a lot of porn mustaches. Oh, a lot of porn mustaches. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think Sven Sven only Sorsen's in it too. You know, he plays in Conan the Barbarian. He's like in he's at Security Garden and Running Man. Oh yeah, yeah, he's in okay. there too. Yeah, he's La Force, dude. He's fucking La Force from Mallrats. La Force, yeah, La Force, La Force. Eric Cantlay too. Stink Pomba, man. LaFours, dude. Remember he was fucking, he had like that, uh, he had that fucking, like the sort of like showman's hat on the whole time? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so, um, so, um, so, so, uh, so way off topic now, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask again, like, okay, so Corny, you got, you got exit wounds, the skull film. Do you have a favorite one though? Like, is there one that you like, actually like? I'll oh, be yeah, honest yeah. with you, I, I never was like a real big Seagal fan. Um, but my, but my dad would die really, though. So. Yeah, my, my dad, um, that's the movies I grew up on were mostly Charles Bronson, yeah, Schwarzenegger, Clint Eastwood, mm-hmm. and um, Steve McQueen. All right. Those, those are guys, those, those, those are my action guys growing up. All right. Shit. Okay, cool. My dad, and my dad didn't care too much for, um, for the first Rambo movie because. Rambo gets out of the water with his gun, this humongous gun. My dad was like, when I was, when my dad, my dad was like, when I was in the army, it took three of us to hold that, you know, to carry that gun. He's like, two guys held that gun, you know, end to end, and then one guy was walking around ammo. He said, there's no way he's walking around it. But he would go, he would go to the tirade anytime he saw that picture of, of um, 
Stallone <laughs> coming out of the water with that gun. He called bullshit. Yeah, yeah. he called bullshit on it. On him and Chuck Norris. Missing in action, baby. And I really don't think my dad liked Chuck Norris much, but, you know, Watson was his man. My dad was always like, dude, Chuck, you know, I was like, what about Chuck Norris? My dad was always like, my dad was always like, two movies for you. You watch The Octagon, or you watch uh, Good Guys Wear Black. That's it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, all right. Silent you know, Killing, Silent Killing is, uh, or Silent Running is the movie that he did where it's sort of like a serial killer, kind of a horror movie. Uh, oh, that's what that guy's reanimated, right? He comes back, he's like basically like a terminal, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And then, like, right. and that's the movie where, like, Joey Diaz has even talked about it recently, where he was like, dude, listen, fucking Timbal didn't get the fucking cue ball with the handkerchief from fucking, you know, that wasn't his. He stole it out from Chuck Norris and silent fucking running. I was like, oh, he's crazy, right? <laughs> Chuck Norris fucks some dudes up like that, dude, with the, with the cue ball and the fucking, I don't know, he's at a bag or stacking people on his feet, that thing. Playoffs, isn't that uh, running with fucking Bruce Dern, dude? Or is like what a is it he's like a hippie in space and shit? He's like fucking taking over, he's like taking care of plants and shit? Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Well, I don't know what it's called. That, yeah, it sounds something. Sound something. <laughs> I just remember this. Like, I think it's called Silent Rage. Silent Rage. You're, you're probably right. Rage. It sounds moral because what it was. He had the cowboy hat on in the fucking movie. And, but see, I remember Lone Wolf McQuaid, you know, where, you know, he's fighting David Carradine in that movie. He's got his own wolf and shit. And he's <laughs> fucking Chuck Norris, the wolf. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> badass. You have no idea. All right? So so badass. <laughs> he, gets, he, gets beat, he, he gets beaten down. They kill his wolf. All right, fucked up. He's walking through the desert. He's holding his dog, dude. And he's fucking crying and shit. And then fucking they get him again. And he, and he gets buried with his fucking with his, with his, in his bronco. It was a fucking was a fucking bronco that he had. Like, Wait, Chuck Norris? Did, did they get Chuck Norris to cry like for real? Like, cause I never seen that motherfucker ever oh, show any yeah, kind of emotion. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, he pulled it off. He he did the missing missing in action sort of like drama that he was able to pull out of that. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those films, but no, one kidding. and two, yeah, like one and two, which is hilarious because he been pleased in one of them, right? Or you know, all three of them, I forget. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't remember. I, I can't remember Lee Van Cleef being in those films. I know. Right. The, I know the one guy. The one guy that was the uh, okay. So you remember Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, Jason goes to hell. Sure. And yeah. he was also X in uh, in X Files. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, black, black man. Though. Yeah, black man. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I, 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 um, it's like Jericho, some shit like some some goofy shit like that. I don't remember from from Jason. He was, was cool though. He was in a lot of those films, okay? and he but he was in this. He was in Missing in Action to the beginning. Which when you watch that movie Electric Boogaloo or whatever, you find out that <laughs> that was. That was actually the first movie, but it was better than the first movie, so they made that the fucking... Oh, you're right. They you're it. fucking right. Dude. They reversed it or some shit like that. They released, they released the two, they released I, second I, one first and the first one second, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, shit. Like, the first one's okay, but the second one was the shit because they showed that on HBO like every night. Like, oh, shit, it's on again. And the third one's and, got uh, like Chuck Norris with a fucking motorcycle like stopping that dude. He's like inside that house and shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not watching the third one. I'm like, I'm never. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, never. I will never see this. 
Invasion oh, USA is pretty great, though, dude. I like Invasion USA. Oh, that's real fun. Oh, no, he was awesome. Like, uh, but, but, like, um, I'm trying to think, like, uh, there was a couple films with him. The, the Seagal movie that, you know, that I adored, because at the time I was probably 16 or 17 watching it. And uh, they, were just kept, they just kept coming out. And then he did, like, the big budget, which is under siege, and it was like everyone got to know who he was. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Under Siege Two, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah. Under Siege, uh, Under Siege Two, man, oh. fucking Dark Territory. That's some, that's some, that's a movie, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, that's the one I told you where he's wearing a girdle on that motherfucker, dude. Running, through. <laughs> he, was, he, was all, he was all blown out. You got a fucking like sixteen-year-old Captain Eagle in that movie too. It's crazy. That's true. Right. Fucking like Seagal walks up with like a leather fucking like. Texas studded fucking backpack. He pulls out the whole backpack is just full of one gigantic bear. He gives it to her. He's like, "Yeah, I know you like bears. Here's a bear." I'm like, "So all he's carrying in the fucking backpack was a bear? That's it? What the fuck is this shit?" I wanted. I wanted. I thought the character would uh, like to have. You know, as I was thinking as a father that I abandoned and I left in Japan with his mother. <laughs> And came to America. <laughs> and I mean, like, for me, it was a rock and beat her up a little bit, slapped her around a little bit. And then, uh, you know, I just remember, though, that the, the, the kid, they, they, the, the kid, they love the bears. They love the bears. <laughs> I like, uh, man, I, my, my favorite is uh, is definitely Mark for Death. You know, you got Seagal and you got David Keith. And, I mean, Keith David. Oh, yeah. Keith, Keith David is my favorite, man. I love, David, I love Keith David so much. And uh, you got, you got they're fighting Screwface. Screwfist. Okay. That's a classic movie. I fucking love that movie, man. It's like decapitations and fucking like. Some has got a hammer and shit, and he's hitting people with a hammer, and it's fucking goofy and fun and shit. The only thing missing is a uh, is a fucking a predator in that movie. Didn't you fucking ready to rock? Dude. That was Predator Two before Predator Two. I was I was glad sure. to David yeah. went down. I was glad to see David and um, Nice Guys also. Yeah. Oh, he's in that. Yeah, he's in yeah. there too. Yeah, he's in there. That's cool. Yeah, Keith, yeah, Keith David's the shit, man. Fucking Keith David and fucking Men at Work. Man, it's just amazing. Oh, and Brent, <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God, it's so funny. And that movie came out in the theaters and bombed, and like it became the biggest thing on cable ever. Oh, uh, it's so terrible. funny, dude. Fucking Keith David's Keith David's on that fucking picture of like this dude in a helicopter <laughs> shooting like the Vietcong and shit. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. The guy, the guy hates cops. <laughs> I hate no cops. <laughs> I really hate rent accounts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he seems great, man. I love that guy. Fucking, you know, you, watch, you, you, you get that Blu-ray of the thing, and you get that really cool thing. It's like Men of the Compound 186 or whatever it is. And you got Keith David on there. It's so fucking good, man. And uh, Keith David on Keith David in, in the uh, that that Shout Factory release of They Live is really good too. You have him talking in there; it's really fucking great. Love it. Oh yeah, no, that's a great blue. That's a great blue. <laughs> but but yeah, man. I mean, like uh, bring it back to the thing, Blu-ray. Sure. Uh, you know, it was just floating float around at the Best Buy. At this one copy, I'm like, oh shit! And I grabbed it, and I'm like, God damn it! And it was like twenty four dollars plus whatever. You know, it was twenty. Whoa. 20 yeah, I bought it. I bought it for, uh, off, off of Amazon. It was like it was like twenty five bucks. And I had to pay like five, 
four or five bucks in shipping. I feel like thirty bucks for that thing. It was worth it for me though. So I mean, I bought it. It's worth it. What's the one you got from Best Buy Screen Factory? Um, yeah, of course, of course. Oh, yeah. for real? I have, I have okay. that other one. Yeah. But the two discs, the, the two disc and everything. Two disc. Uh, yeah. Slipcase yeah. even. I even got a slipcase because like, slipcase and the reversible cover and shit. Oh yeah, and that's and, good shit. But I, I got home. I fucking, I'm like, let me. I just want to look at this, and I put it on, <laughs> and I'm, and I was blown the fuck away by the yeah, man. Bomb, bomb. Oh, I had the, I had bomb, the original bomb. Blu-ray, and I'm like, that's great too. Just like, that's another level. And then the extras, I'm like, well, Michael Felcher's does a commentary with one of the producers. That was awesome. You got Dean Cundy, dude. Uh, fucking Dean Cundy doing the fucking commentary. Dean Cundy doing one with one guy. I, I was like, it, it doesn't list the third commentary. It's in there with Michael Felcher with the producer, and he, the producer is awesome. He just goes into the whole background. Yeah, we got crazy. Everybody was upset for a while. They were dude, wanting their shit. I wonder one with fucking Botine, dude. Like, where's Botine at? I want to hear Botine talk about this shit. I was bummed that yeah. he, they couldn't get Botine. Because Botine is definitely my favorite special effects artist of all time. And it's sad they couldn't get Botine. He doesn't do interviews. He just doesn't do them anymore. It's, really it's a bummer, weird. dude. I don't know if he did. It'd be great to hear from him because oh, it would be because he's got, he's got money and he's very successful. And I think once he he won the Academy Award for effects for Total Recall, mm-hmm. and uh, people don't realize like he did RoboCop. Oh yeah, Total Recall, The Howling. Okay, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. under the tutelage of um, our boy who did American World for London. Yeah, yeah fucking um, I can't remember his name right now. <laughs> Bummer. Howard Baker, Baker is it? Yeah, Baker. Rick Baker. Rick Baker. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Rick Baker was the king, you know, who learned from Dick Smith, you know. So, like, like it's legacy. And, like, those films are being – everyone's like, what's your favorite werewolf movie? And, you know, there's always this – well, there's only two. There's The Howling. And then there's – And American Werewolf. I'd say both of those, then I would say and The Company of Wolves, my third. Well, yeah, that, that came that came in, yeah, that came a little later, and that's, that was really yeah. awesome. That's a really good fucking world movie for sure. It's almost oh, a yeah, like Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers is good too. I like Dog Soldiers. I like it. It's a yeah. very it's, just, it's a I very protein esque werewolves, but it's good. I like it. Well, it's I just watched Martin um, who did the effect for uh, Hellraiser and Nightbreed, who did uh, uh, those designs for. Um, Dog Soldiers, which, which Dog Soldiers uh, almost comes across like an Aliens fucking movie. So, like, oh, yeah, sure. It's a siege, like, it's a siege right. movie. It's a really good siege movie, siege for sure. Straight up. Yeah, yeah Mars' Mar- <laughs> Mar- favorite movie, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> it's like Mars' like favorite movie. Um, you know, Mars uh, Mar- will be at um, Dog Soldiers. He did Doomsday and um, the Yeah, the and then after that, he is like he, I mean, he did like a Greek, uh, not a Greek movie, like a Roman type movie, Centurion, like Centurion, yeah, Centurion, yeah. Yeah, and then after that, he's like been directing the Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, wow. I kind of wish, that, yeah. I kind of wish he would, you know, go back to features at some point. I think, I think Centurion was basically his last. That was like his last feature film. Like, I don't think they're yeah. going to give him any... I mean, unless he, like, he, he earns up the good graces of a company again. 
Yeah, I don't think he's going to be doing another feature film anytime soon. Because, I mean, Doomsday was a great idea, and I still like it. Don't get me wrong. But like, <laughs> it's, it's just, I don't know, man. It's all over, it's all over the place. Yeah. So, it's fucking I, yeah, awesome. I remember seeing it. Like, like it was pretty crazy. I, I was thinking, like, it was a cross between. What was the movie? I saw it. No Escape. Okay? And it was like. Oh, Ray yeah, no, sure. Radio Oda, fucking Ernie Hudson. Yeah, man. Yep. And Lance Harrison's in that. Uh, uh, your boy from the Bob, you know, uh, Matt Dillon's brother. Matt Dillon's brother. Right. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon. Dude, yeah. Kevin, <laughs> Dillon. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon. Was <laughs> and, it, and it was. It was like the last. Remember, last time was sort of like a peaceful monk guy of the fucking movie. And, oh, man. I love. Dude, I love No Escape. No, oh, no Escape. Oh, that was a prison island. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I hadn't thought about that film in years. Oh, it's so yeah. good. It so, still kicks ass. It still kicks serious ass. It's super fun. And, and so, do, uh, so Doomsday reminded me sort of cross between that and like Mad Max, uh, you know, Road Warrior. Tried to be totally, totally, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely No Escape and, and, and Road Warrior. Yeah, I, I think it's produced by the guys who did. Well, No Escape is produced by the guys who did. Uh, it's a, it's an uh, a, a, an early like a mid eight nineties a bunch of mid nineties action films like Die Hard. My, Joe Silver actually might have his name on that shit too. I could I could be wrong. We did like cocaine back in the nineties. So I don't know. Eighties. <laughs> <laughs> like They're all on blow. Yeah, I like I like all those movies that, that we love. Everybody in the movie was on blow. Everyone like Mel Gibson was on blow. They were all on blow and lethal weapon. Everybody was high. <laughs> God, God bless. Danny Glover too. On blow. Nah, I don't. Danny Glover was. Danny Glover was. Danny Glover was on blow. Too old shit. I don't think. Probably, but that was it. I don't even think Gibson was on blow, man. Not lethal weapon. Nah, I don't think so. I don't know. I think. I think Gibson was on it though. No, I'm sure. Well, you know what's fucked up is. What's that kid? What's, a Joshua? What's that kid's name in the first people up in the kid when they talk like, oh, hey, this is the, uh, it's what they, they, they go they go to the house they go check on the hooker and the hooker's not there and they're like they see these group of kids and the kid Marvin yeah. Marvin Marvin yeah. Marvin this is Marvin hey it's Marvin hey look it's Marvin hey Marvin hey what are you doing where are you going Marvin Raj black people. All right, just, <laughs> black people, and he's all like, "No, we just like shoot him in the leg." So. Yeah. <laughs> and then we question them. Raj, Raj, that's a special forces tattoo. Special forces tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it. Tommy Atkins man gets. He's got like a fucking like pyramid of like of like carton milk, like drinking that shit. Yeah. And like, get shot right through the chest. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Riggs is running after a fucking hel- like, a, like a like a black ops helicopter with a fucking Beretta. Yeah, know, man. Like, like two clips, two clips of that motherfucker too. It's fucking crazy. You owe me, Raj. You owe me. Yeah, I owe you. I owe you. I fucking oh, love this shit. Which one of those is your favorite movie? Oh, oh, uh, okay. I didn't see Lethal Weapon uh, in the theater, the original. I saw it when it came out on VHS. And then 
the summer of 89 was the summer everything exploded. It was Batman, Lethal Weapon 2. Saw Lethal Weapon 2 probably six or seven times. I had people buying me tickets because I was underage, you know? Yeah. And I, and I just I just saw that film like seven times in a theater that summer, along with Batman, probably ten times. I remember, I remember, you know, like we were all smoking out. My buddy was like, dude, I got to drive it. We got the car. We're going to fucking to drive it. We're watching Batman. They were like, yeah, that's a Batman. I saw Batman. That was my 13th birthday on that June 23rd. I yeah, saw Batman 14. that day. I think I was 14, yeah. And uh, I just lost my mind that summer. But Mel Gibson, just right off that. And that was the, that was the um, summer of also uh, Last Crusade. Yep. Uh, uh, Phantasm Two. I'm, I'm very jealous of you guys. You guys get to see all this kick ass shit in the theater. Eighty eight. Oh my god, to see that in the theater and like walk home that night and my buddy and just fucking just trip. We were tripping out, like plugging the fuck out. I saw. Did Honey Out Front the Kids come out that year too? Which one? Was that Roger Most Rabbit? likely. Most likely. Well, Roger, Roger Rabbit came out in 89. That was 89, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. That was, that was definitely, it was probably after Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, probably. I could be wrong about that. But. That's, that's Zemeckis, right? Zemeckis did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He did Roger Rabbit, too. So, I mean, he, he needs some leeway. Yeah, okay, so, okay. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids probably did actually come out before Roger Rabbit. Yeah, right. okay. Roger Rabbit, I just remember seeing that in the theater and everybody was losing their fucking mind. Yeah, I saw that. You know, you guys saw my fucking scene. I, was cool. I saw, I did see Batman in a theater. I was fucking young, way younger than you guys. I saw it. I was like five years old. What year were you born in, man? I was, I was 85, man. Oh, man. You know, you're like, four? 74. 74, no, homie. But, but you know, but you know, like, and I'm the, 76. The movies young. back then, I'm, I'm sure you guys, you guys will understand, like, the movies back then, they played in the theater for a long fucking time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we were talking about this the other night. Jedi yeah, was, was like all stuff yeah. along, you know, like you just go see yeah. it. Yeah. You know, as long as so it's funny. I saw what time did they use held over or something like that in the newspaper? Well, which one? They used to use like the term held over or something like that, you know, because the movie would be the man that long and yeah. 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 God damn, you're right. Held over for special engagements. And you're like, what? I mean, that's just making money for those fucking um, the mobsters. <laughs> we get bank. I remember getting the newspaper. Uh, and fucking, I remember getting the newspaper and looking up uh, shit to to watch uh, at a theater. Guys, you ever look at you ever look at like a movie like the, the newspaper now? They don't have. Remember, they would have like literally like half the fucking page would be the ad for Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Yeah, you know? I saw. I remember, I remember getting the newspaper. Um, I, I remember getting the newspaper and seeing this big ass fucking panel for. Uh, Kiss the girls, and when we saw Kiss the girls with uh, my mom, Morgan yeah. Freeman, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a huge panel for it. Though Kiss the girls is massive. I was like, oh fuck, yeah, I gotta, I gotta see this. And I was a kid. So I was a, you know, I I'd already liked Morgan Freeman at the time. So I had already seen Shawshank, and I, I liked the guy a lot. And I seen, I already seen fucking Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves. So I like, I love Rob, I love Morgan Freeman. So like, that eighty seven too. No, 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 no. This is uh, like this is this is after after uh, Prince of Thieves when he did. Thieves came out in nineteen ninety or ninety one. That was oh, ninety one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I saw that Kiss the Girls was coming. It came out after that, like only a couple of years after that or whatever. Maybe maybe a year or so. I don't know, but I can tell I liked the guy already. I was I've always been a big movie fan. 
So my parents were always pretty really supportive with the movie stuff. So yeah, first time uh, I remember seeing him, it was a movie called. It was him and um, Christopher Reeve in it. What you oh. Kevin Costner? No, Morgan um, Freeman. Morgan. Oh, okay, I'm Morgan Freeman. Huh? And I cannot think of the name of that fucking film right now. He was like a film, and like Christopher oh. Reeve was like a reporter or something like that. Oh no shit! But this is. Yeah, like Morgan Freeman was somewhat young looking man too. Oh yeah. He wasn't all he wasn't always old man. I was going down the street I saw um, I watched actually watched recently, I I mean not recently, but uh, last five years or so I watched Lean on Me. I thought Lean on Me was one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah. It was amazing, yeah. It's a fantastic movie. I cried. I was happy. You know, this is a fantastic movie. Morgan Freeman is just incredible in the movie. Yeah. You know, you go back and watch it. It's got, uh, um, you, you know, your boy that was Spider in fucking Goodfellas, baby. Get to me, Spider! <laughs> and he shoots him. And like, you know, like, what? <laughs> and fucking, uh, oh, for real? Um, yeah, uh, Christopher. He plays Christopher on uh, The Sopranos, man. Yeah, like, I'm, trying to think his, I'm trying to think his name. He's a little metalhead. Like he's like in that movie, he's like the he's like the one white boy in that town. He's got like long hair and he's kind of like a fuck up, and but he's cool. Like he's not an asshole in that movie. He's just, you know, he's a young kid in that movie. You didn't check that out. I was telling the one fat kid, he's like, go ahead and jump, fuck it. Life's over. They used, they used to call me Crazy Joe, but now they call me Batman. They call me um, Batman, dude. That shit was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember seeing him on TV get in trouble, like, because there were some kids dancing, like, all too provocatively, like, you did a show. And he wasn't even in town. And they were like, he's he's in trouble. I was like, no, he ain't in trouble, motherfucker. He, he wasn't even there. You guys uh, you guys remember 187? Yeah, yeah Morgan, uh, Samuel Jackson. Samuel yeah. Jackson, high school teacher. Clifton Curtis Jr., whatever, whatever his name is. I remember, I remember, I remember my parents brought that home. They, my parents were like big, were big um, supporters of recording VHS tapes. They had like, a, they had like two, oh, yeah. Sony, they had like two Sony VHS tape players, and they record everything they brought home from Blockbuster. Or uh, oh, yeah. we had another, we had another video company called Video Paradise, and they would pick up tapes from there and they would record everything they saw. And they brought that home. Some of them watched you though. Some of they them were scrambling. They recorded. They recorded a bunch of them, but uh, I remember one eighty seven was one of them. And uh, I remember, I remember my parents were asleep, and I was snuck in there, and I had a, I had a VHS tape, uh, VHS player in my room, and I would, I got it off the shelf, and I went there and watched it. And I was like, holy shit, this is dark. This is dark. The ending. Probably one of the most. Probably one of. Probably my first dark, bleak films I've ever seen about when I was a kid. That really impacted me pretty hard. Yeah, yeah it, it, it even looks dark. It's got that, it definitely has that seven that David Fincher look to it too. It's very David yeah, Fincher esque. Yeah. And even when the yeah, movie it's starts up, eight it's, millimeter, it's, like eight millimeter. Remember that? The, uh, you know, the market comes back and makes that fucked up movie, and you're like, "Where have you been?" Is that yeah, right? I got a uh, I got a story. That I got, could have been. Could have had a little bit of this in it. I got a short I got a short story for you, real quick. Short memory there for you. On a white, on a eight millimeter, I actually went. My grandma was a huge, was a huge Nicholas Cage fan. Saw a lot of movies with my grandma back in the day too. By the way, she was the person that introduced me to Lethal Weapon. 
And uh, <laughs> she was she was a huge. She's cool. She's cool, and she's uh, with my dad's my dad's mom. And uh, she's like, um, she's like, oh, boy, I love Nicholas Cage. Let's, let's go see this movie. We watch this trailer for it, and then we, so we go to eight millimeter. I'm probably like, I don't know, probably like fifteen or some shit, and we're sitting in there and we're watching it. And she's like, oh my god. Um, are you are you ready to are you ready to go? I was like, oh, well, I have no car, I can't drive anything. So I mean, whatever, you're ready. And you play that scene of that you know, with, with uh, what's his name uh, uh, from Sopranos. Um, he, he, they call him, they call him the machine in that movie. He put that mask on and stuff. And yeah, yeah, he's be, he's beating that girl up on that on that eight millimeter ta- uh, film, or whatever. And, she, and we just left. <laughs> we just left, dude. Immediately. Left, like you know, she was already pretty much ready to go. And Joaquin's showing like uh, Cage, all those smut VHS tapes and stuff. And at one point in the movie, she was about ready to go, but then like you know, once that tape was shown, she's like, "We gotta go." So we left. <laughs> I saw it later on when I was young, when I was older, and I was like, "That's actually a pretty good movie." So yeah, you know, it was. Really it was. Movie. That was a really good movie. I, was, I, I think I only saw that once in theaters. In a theater, though. Oh, okay. I saw it. I think I rented it, but I was like, "God damn!" The movie, the, the Morgan Freeman movie, I was thinking with Christopher Reeves was called Street Smart. Oh, okay. All right. First, first, came first, out time my old, first time my old ass saw him was when he was on the Electric Company and shit. Oh, I remember. I remember that too. And oh, all right. On that, and then like, and then he did the first time. He was really cool. He played a detective. For a TV uh, made movie about the true story of the the uh, Atlanta child murder, was fucked up. Okay, they're finding these kids murdered and shit. They didn't know who it was, and they I don't think they ever really figured it out. They they blamed one guy for it, but I don't know. But uh, it's like a box of strangers sort of situation. They just blame some dude. It, it just, check it out. Like look, I guarantee on YouTube there is a trailer for. Some, somebody always grabbed those old TV trailers. It was really cool. So look up the Atlanta Child Murders. And Morgan Freeman is in that playing a detective. He's the main, you know, he's the main, like, sort of, you know, back trying to figure this out. And uh, it, it's just, it's, it was really haunting. Like, it fucked people up. It was one of those, like, remember back in the day when TV series would come on? It was like the day after. And it was all oh, about yeah. the war. And you're yeah. like, oh, we, NBC, like, then they had V, which is V, the visitors and shit. Yeah, yeah. They were lizards. Oh, my God. They had Michael Ironsides in that and Mark Singer. All the Canadian people were in that. <laughs> it's great. Then, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like, I talked to, you know, Nicole from Third uh, on Thursday. And she was talking to me, and she's Nicole? like, um, Nicole, are you Nicole? She's like, uh, she wants, she, she 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 contacted me like a couple weeks ago. She's like, I'd love to get you on the show for, um, for a couple for you know uh, an episode or two or whatever. And she she mentioned, uh, you know, Twin, Twin Peaks. She she mentioned uh, Agent Cooper. And, uh, wow. and she, I've you know I've watched Twin Peaks when I was when I was a kid. At the time, I watched it all the way through. And always been a big fan of Twin Peaks. But I remember at the time, my, par- my it, it kind of grew. Like my parents were like, "That's weird," but I mean, you know, whatever. A kid wants to watch it, let him watch it. I watched that, and I you know once I get into the X Files and stuff, like ah, these 
it's just still a fucking weird guy. Let him keep watching this shit. But it was it was cool. It was just interesting that you know she's she's way younger than I am. Um, and hearing her talk about she's been watching Twin Peaks and stuff, it's just really cool that some there, there are a generation out there that watch some of these films or TV series that we watched as kids or uh, mid kids, mid teens or whatever, and they, they still have a lot of respect for them because they, I didn't think anybody had respect for fucking Twin Peaks. They just blow it up like it's a joke or some shit, but. Uh, yeah, people, people I, had to go, I had to go back and watch it because the only thing I remember about that series is when um, the little short guy's dancing in like a red room. Yeah, That's he's the only back. I can think about it. That's a backwards and shit. You know, it's just, it's a, yeah. It's, it's like I try to get my kid into stuff now. It's like, it's like prime age. It's like I try to get him to watch. Like, like I think I'm going to see Kong, Skull Island, and I try to get him to watch a bunch of different cool shit like, you know, I did like an edited, I did like an edited version of T2. You know, he was really pumped about that. He he, he really liked it. You know, but I just I kind of had him watch, close his eyes for certain scenes or whatever. But like, you know, I try to get him watch that stuff and, you know, just certain things like that that um, that I know I can get him. I, he can watch and we'll have a good time watching and everything like that. You know, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Who Framed Roger Rabbit and stuff like that. And try to get him kind of. Um, educated in the way that I got to when I was a kid. My parents were pretty lenient on shit. So, you know, it's all a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, I grew, yeah, I grew up watching Star Wars, the Blues Brothers, the Jerk. Oh, yeah. And and um, I want to say Dr. Detroit, but I, I, I can't think of too many scenes out of Dr. Detroit. But I remember not watching those I remember not wanting to say, like, whatever. You know, like, that was one of my like, nah. But his other movies were cool. I didn't like Spies Like Us, which is funny because that's <laughs> you know that's yeah. that's no not Spies Like Us. I'm sorry, uh, Deal of the Century, which was oh, I remember going to see that like oh, that what was, and that was, that was yeah Deal of the Century. It's Sigourney Weaver's in it. I think they mm-hmm. have Bill Chevy uh, Chase is in that. Um, but it's like a comedy directed by William Friedkin. And it yeah. Was, Epic fail, like you're like whatever, dude. You know, yeah, and that was unfortunate. You know, and then I realized he's a brilliant director as I got older. I was like, oh my god, he directed this French Connection movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, fucking you know, to live and die in L.A. and shit. Yeah, it's just to live and die in L.A. and like it's a, it's a trip, man. It's a trip. Like you know, I, I just look at my kid and I, I I see where he's at, but then I remember I remember myself as like ten years old. My parents are shooting. My parents are shooting like fucking uh, the jerk. At me, they're shooting fucking Blues Brothers, they're shooting Predator, they're shooting Legend, they're shooting uh, fucking um, The Burbs, they're shooting fucking uh, Money oh, the Pit, Burbs. they're shooting Money Pit at me, all this all this comedy shit and action stuff and all this stuff, you know, and, and, and you know, it's crazy. It's like, you know, I saw The Thing at 11 years old because my dad was like, you gotta see this, you know, and he, he, let, he let me I'm, watch it. I go, how much of the three studios did you watch as a kid? Oh, always. They were just on. Oh, we we had a uh, yeah, we had a cable access channel. We I watched that a lot. Yeah, it's good. That shit was on like the Looney Tunes, like oh, the, the, the three studios, the little yeah. apples and all that stuff. And then like Red Skellington and stuff. Watched that as a kid. My dad fucking loved Red Skellington. Watched that shit. You know, you know. Watched. I saw fucking. Uh, I remember my dad brought home fucking, um, uh, which. Uh, 
I tell him to respond, hi, shit, brought that home, and so can you have me watch that what? when I was pretty young? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I watched that pretty young, you know, and uh, fucking, uh, you know, Pretty Pink and fucking Breakfast Club and all that stuff. I watched that stuff pretty fucking young, like real young, like 10 or 11 years old. And, like, you know, even, like, science and stuff, like, I just watched all this stuff as a kid. My parents were just, like, hey, guys, just soak it in, man, soak it in. And, fucking, I, I, you know, I watched Kelly LeBlanc and, and, uh, and Weird Science, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I literally, like, have looked on Amazon a, a several times, like, can I get a Kelly LeBlanc poster from that, that aerobic, <laughs> that aerobic fucking uniform she's wearing thing? Put that shit on my fucking wall. Every single time, <laughs> you know, it's just it's 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 crazy, man. You know, I just it's a trip. You know, I watch all this shit you were, as a young kid. Well, you were exposed to it. Yeah, man. But I was being exposed to. Now, I was probably like, you know, I was eight years old as Poltergeist and Creep Show and Halloween Two. I went to see those in the theaters with my mom. Yeah, hitting hours. Have you ever seen that? That's a fucked up movie. That's on Netflix probably now, but. Then yeah, I was seeing those the theaters. She'd take them, and uh, I would just be, I would just eat it up, you know. I was there yeah. for, you know, ET, like being there in the theater, going to see that, like, you know, like blown away, crying, and the whole fucking thing. But Jared Jared Rooks just did an episode where he's like, I'm gonna play this scene from ET. Like, I, I might start crying, and he he, does, he gets all choked up, you know. It was right when the bike takes off and fly off and just, you know. Um, but, like, all those films, Jaws, everything. I mean, I, I was going to the movies in 76, starting to go to the movies. I was a little, you know, two, three years old, just like you were. But I was yeah, my sister, those. Yeah. My sister, I'll uh, call herself, showing uh, her kids E.T., and my youngest niece is freaked out by the sight of E.T. She's scared of kill E.T. I believe it. I got, I got a nephew who's terrified of E.T., man. He can't watch anything E.T. We're just terrified. So. Man, I remember Ash is uh, calling in on the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she was talking about how that movie is like, no, nah, I'll never watch it. He's too creepy looking. And really, when you break it down, he does look like literally... He's like Leo. Like, <laughs> he looks like a fucking, like a hard-on. You know? It's funny. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny she talks about that. And it's like, you know, for me, when I was a kid growing up, the only thing that terrified me was that fucking scene... And uh, Twilight doing the movie with Lithgow on that plane. That fucking oh, Gremlin on, on um, Twilight yeah. Zone? Yeah, it freaked me out bad. All the violins and shit. And it's, it's directed by George Miller, you know, Mad Max and stuff. And I just, that, that, that scene where, like, the camera's just, like, panning to the side, like, to the right. And it's just, like, zooming in. And it's like, he wants to open that shutter to the window to see what's out there. It just builds and builds and builds and builds, and then all of a sudden he opens it up and there's that fucking gremlin just looking at him. I don't know, it just terrified me as a kid forever, man. Like, it still even kind of, like, gives me a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, no, the the, the original Twilight Zone, the movie, the one with, you know, Spielberg directed it. Um, I'm not sure who directed Oh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, Landis directed the first part, you know. What's his fate? What's his name? Got killed. Him and his the little girl got killed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. been cut out. But that scene with George, that that last segment with George Miller, that director uh, Lithgow, just terrifying, man. You got fucking Dan Aykroyd in the ambulance, like you want to see something really scary? Yeah, you know, like yeah. Scared me bad. Based on the, uh, based on the original, which was with uh, Shatner, you know, uh, Shatner, yeah. 
Yeah. Right, but it was written by uh, Richard Matheson, who wrote Richard, I Have Legend. Oh, for real. Yeah. Richard okay. Matheson Richard Matheson also did that episode uh, the other episode with Twilight Zone with uh Shatner where Shatner and his girlfriend at that um that restaurant, that cafe when he's getting his tire fixed. Oh, the they car. kept asking the Yeah, yeah the machine the, same, the, the future scene, yeah, the future machine, whatever it is, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. That scene that that's the only thing that ever really fucked me up as a kid with that with that segment in Twilight in the movie it just fucking freaked me the fuck out. I couldn't ever get over it. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's just him, yeah, yeah, him driving along the countryside and watching something scary. Yeah, yeah. The one what used to scare what used to scare the hell out of me is in the Bruce. I was I was young and saw that film. Oh, the little, yeah. the little kids or whatever that were running around or drones. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that shit freaked me the fuck out. Oh, yeah. And every time I see somebody my age or little kids walking around, I would, I would think about that when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. good. Get them in the first of my fall, too. You ever see the children, Cornelia? The children? Yeah, it was like, it would be on Cinemax or something, but it was a, basically it was like, I think it was Lloyd Kaufman's brother who directed Mother's Day, but it was a, Touted as an early trauma film before it got really goofy. These British, kids, like British, it was like a British. No, no, it was American. I would say it was probably you know it was pretty, it was shot. It's shot as American. Oh, well, I'm thinking of that. I'm thinking yeah. of that British that British remake <laughs> from like uh, After Dark Films or whatever. That's pretty good too. Right. Well, I don't know, but, but these but these kids are like on a school bus and they're they have to be elementary school kids. Yeah, of your son, a little, a little older, maybe your son's age, and like the school bus goes through like a some nuclear uh, waste cloud smoke and that. You know, it's really corny. They, they and they drive through it like on a countryside, and then we don't see them again. Right, and the parents are like, "Where are the kids?" And they start showing up. Right, and they're like, "Oh, we, you know, we're worried about you." And like, they don't say anything. They're smiling at you, and they touch you, and you just literally burn to a crisp. Oh, for real? Oh, oh wow! Children, okay. look up the drama. I'll post it on the on the uh, on the uh, group page. There. It's a fucked up movie, and it's out there. It's probably on YouTube for nothing. You know. Oh, like, I'm, sure. I'm sure. Oh, why this kid scared the fuck out of me, man? This kid's walking around. <laughs> 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 I'm afraid of kids for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's like right, for man. me. It is twelve twelve. It's eleven twelve here. Yeah, and I gotta get the I gotta get the fucking some kind of stick. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'll talk about it. Oh, that's and, okay, um, man. No, that's uh, cool. Yeah, it's, cool. It's it's all good. It was a good time, man. A great time. Fucking fucking awesome. It's always fun. Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. Daylight savings time had me fucked up already. So. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking brutal. Fucking brutal. But I'm gonna say this now. I think as much as, I, as long as I don't, you know, forget it. At the end of each uh, show that we do here, man, I'm just gonna say, it. Mel Gibson's beard. <laughs> Mel Gibson's beard. Mel Gibson's beard. Let's do it. Every episode, let's do it. Mel Gibson's beard. I'm down. I'm down. All right, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, good to be here. All right. All right. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.